Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. The one certain thing is change. If you're asking yourself, will this new federal budget help me or hurt me? You're in for a special insight. I'm Yetta Decker, and I'm with Kelly Wilson today of the Wilson Team Mortgage Brokers. And, you know, what's really cool is we get to be excited and are excited because we're welcoming you to another episode of The Inside Track where we get to share thoughts, we get to share tools, and we get to share techniques that that I need. And I'm going to say we all need and we all deserve that really help us make our house into a home where our families can thrive and where we can really live that best life possible. And so, Kelly, this is for you, for Kelly, for me, for you, whether you're somebody that is going, I'm ready to buy my first house, or you know somebody that you love and you care about that's going to buy their first house, or even down the road, there's somebody in your life, whether it's a child, a grandchild, or just somebody you really care about that's going to be buying that first house, this show is actually for you because we're going to give you the inside scoop. We're going to do more interview style today. You're going to learn all there is to know so far about this new program, and we will decide you will decide based on the information with this new budget, do I wait or do I act and move forward with purchasing a new home? My first home. Because this really is all about first-time home buyers. It is. It's this program. Incentives, yeah. Yeah, incentives. So there we go. Now we're going to decide whether the incentive is going to help mm-hmm. or hinder. Mm-hmm. So Kelly, what? tell me, what is this new shared equity mortgage. That's probably the biggest news Mm -hmm. within this. I mean, there are some other things and we will promise to get to those as well. And the biggest piece is the shared equity mortgage. What does that mean? (laughs) It means that CMHC, Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation, so so basically anybody who's putting less than 20% down uh, has to have default insurance through the Crown Corporation. And what that means is they're willing to partner with you to buy your first home. Wow, that sounds actually really good when I first hear that. Yeah, it does. (laughs) We got excited the first time we heard it too. Me too, actually. (laughs) And then? And then we started to see some further details about how it started to unfold and how uh, it affected anybody's ability for qualifying Mm. and affordability, right? Because um, there's always two sides to affordability, right? Is how much can I be approved for in terms of buying my first home? And we already have a stress test that right. you put in place from, from last year. And right? it's and, pretty crazy. And it that is pretty crazy. stress test is something. Mm-hmm. It is something. Because mm-hmm. I just had to go through it with another property that I purchased. And I went, that was harder than it used to be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Much harder than Very, it used to be. Lots, yeah, definitely. And the second part is the affordability in terms of how much can I afford monthly, right? What are my monthly payments going to look like? And how do I offset that with the rising house prices, right? Mm-hmm. So looking at sort of both sides, right? depending where you, where you fit in and how much you're looking to spend, also what market you're in, right, in terms of 
where, where do you live? Where do you live? Exactly. Right. And the Ottawa market, I guess the good news with the Ottawa market mm -hmm. is it's really, for the most part, an ever slowly increasing market. It is. We're, Mostly. We're, yeah, definitely. We're not as fast paced as Toronto and, and Vancouver. And we certainly don't have the highs and lows. Yeah, the volatility is kind of gone. Right. So this program, mm -hmm. I kind of sidetracked us there. With somebody looking to purchase their first home, mm -hmm. affordability is our biggest thing. So we have two aspects of affordability. Mm -hmm. What's my monthly payment? Mm -hmm. Right? What can I manage comfortably to pay? Yeah. And then the other piece is, what's the purchase price that I can qualify for? Right. What's the mortgage that they will let me have right. regardless? Yeah. So it's really two very different things that yeah. don't necessarily meet in the middle. Right. Especially with this new incentive. Yeah. And, and so there's, it's important to know that there's a certain amount of money that's being allotted towards this program, right? They're, they're injecting one and a quarter billion dollars. And they're trying to spread it over a three-year period. So uh, to be able to qualify to have this shared equity program, you have to have a minimum of 5% down on your own. Right. And the second thing to, to look at is household income, right? So anybody who will be participating in the mortgage application. Right. So even if you're married yeah. or you live in a home with somebody, the income only would be subject to this if you're on the mortgage. Right. So... so Correct. It's a, it's a household income of one hundred and twenty thousand, regardless of whether I'm on the mortgage or not. I believe it's going to be towards who's on the actual mortgage, right? Okay. Because you'll want to put as many people as possible in order to up the qualifying rate. Right. So as long as that person can qualify to to go on, right? Then Perfect. they're going to max it out at one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So one hundred and twenty thousand dollars combined family income yeah. is the max that you can earn to qualify for the program. Correct. And then the second part of that is the amount of housing that you can purchase right. can only go up to four times that household family income. Right. So if for just argument's sake, because I do so much better if you haven't noticed with really round numbers. <laughs> yep. So if we're going to use 100,000 rather than the 120. Mm -hmm. So you just multiply it we can give you those numbers easy. You just reach out to us. They're not difficult to do. There's mortgage calculators. And while we're on the spot, mm -hmm. catching me right here, you're going to be happy. We set, went with 100000 <laughs> So 100000 purchase uh, combined family income yep. would mean that I can qualify or we can qualify for a mortgage four times that. So yep. a $400,000 mortgage. Correct. Now, that's a little different mm -hmm. than what I would qualify for if I didn't use this program. Correct. So, so what is that? So under the current guidelines, you can go up to 4.7% qualifying. So in actuality, even though they're helping you with the assisted down payment or sharing the equity in the down payment, it does reduce the buying power by about 15%. Right. So if I could have qualified for a $480,000 property at mm -hmm. the 4.7 yep. times 100 and I guess, yeah, 100 and yeah, yep. then 100, 100,000 times 4.7, right? So I would have qualified yeah. for about a 480 house. Yep. Now I can only qualify for around a 400. Exactly. 
and that may well it is especially in Ottawa market where our average purchase price of a house is in excess of four hundred thousand now. That is, and I mean that depends on where you're living and what your demands are and what works for you and really what does it take so you don't live beyond your means, you live within your means, because we really do want that. Mm -hmm. So it's not always about maxing out, and yet sometimes if you know you're going to be increasing your income because you're on a promotion path, Mm -hmm. or you know that there's going to be a secondary income come back into the family, maybe somebody's been off for a period of time, you may want to get into the housing market sooner rather than later. And so you may want to max your qualification. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to know, right? Because on the new homes, right, if you're going to be purchasing a builder, they're going to do a maximum of 10% shared equity. Right. Okay. So we'll talk about a $400,000 house. That means they will put up to $40,000. And it's also important to know that that the $40,000 they're putting into it is going to be an interest-free loan. And that's where you end up having that affordability monthly in terms of savings. Right. That's the good news. Like that's the part that made us all so pumped and excited. Mm -hmm. I get excited just thinking about, hey, I can actually have a buying power. Mm -hmm. Well, and increased, increased, which is kind of cool. So it's 40,000 on a new home, 40,000 on a new home. And the difference in monthly payment on 40000 which I think people really need to know that that, that answer, yeah. is about $200 a month. Right. So that's how much your payment will come down, right, right. versus borrowing it all from the bank and paying interest on it. So your mortgage payment will drop $200 per month on that 40000 If you're buying a new build. If you're buying it. And on a resale home, they're going to put up to 5%. So they'll match the current 5% that you have to come up with on your own. Right, right. Because you still have to come up with your five percent. You have to. Come this, up is with, not, this is not. not free. Because when I first read it, I went, "Ooh, they're <laughs> going to give me my five percent." Well, not me, but my clients. Yeah. They're going to give my clients the five percent if they're a first-time buyer. And it's like, no, read a little bit further yet. I don't get so excited initially. Keep mm-hmm. listening. Keep reading. And so they'll give me twenty thousand, mm-hmm. or give a first-time buyer twenty thousand to put toward their next five percent. Exactly. And, and interest-free again. Right. And what that will do to uh, the consumer's affordability will reduce their mortgage payment by $100. Right. So $100,000 more affordable. So that's kind of nice. So for somebody in the um, below average part of the Ottawa market, which is fabulous because we don't all want to be, you know, we do not want to be mortgage poor. No. We want to be comfortable in our homes mm-hmm. and enjoying our life and not stressing and being able to sleep at night. I figure that's a really good thing. Mm -hmm, So this is not about maxing yourself out, and yet it's about understanding the ins and the outs of what does this look like. So you have to take this program just because it exists and you fit the parameters. Absolutely not. And, And I mean, the reality is they have tried this elsewhere in a different province, and it didn't fair out the way that they thought the incentive would go um, because it really does cut back how much you can borrow. So with the the current stress test rules in combination with the reduction of what you can qualify using the incentive program, the shared equity program, uh, you're probably going to notice, and again, depending what market that you're in, 
that a larger the a lot of the larger cities aren't going to be able to use this program, right? Mm. So I think that's important to know that yes, you can save a hundred dollars per month or two hundred or two hundred a new home, right? Or yep. two hundred a month, but but at the same time, I'm also limiting how much I can spend, right? Right. So it's it's that does it hurt or help? Right. Well, that's why we said, do you, do you do it or, you know, I guess wait or act. It's like, do you take advantage of, do you grab onto this incentive, mm-hmm. uh, which will probably roll out around September, right? That's what they're saying right now. Yeah. And the big, the big thing is we don't really understand what the repayment's going to look like. They, there's, there's talk about it'll happen when you sell that you have, you know, will they share in the equity that you've built? If the growth in the property has happened, will they be charging a higher insurance premium, default insurance premium? So looking at, at those, we don't have those answers right now. We just know mm-hmm. what it looks like in order to qualify, how much you have to earn. You know, it's an interest-free loan. And, and, and those are the only details that we really have right now. Right. right. So it'll be interesting to see what the back end will look at in terms of how the mechanics of the incentive are going to work upon sale or right or approval right with exactly. with the ins- with the uh, with the insurance yeah, with the default insurer. yeah and when they we mentioned a minute ago the program that they launched in another province it was bc i mean yeah. it's not a big secret no right? it's you not can a go secret. find it <laughs> and i thought that was mysterious yeah. for a moment there and <laughs> no, then let's take province. away the mystery yeah. <laughs> bc and i think they had estimated about 42,000 people to use the program mm-hmm. and only about 3,000 did mm-hmm. So we're let's that between seven and eight percent of the expected uptake on that program. Right. So I don't know whether we're gonna see the same thing or whether this program will have enough nuances to it that it makes it not work out that way mm-hmm. and will it work in certain areas and not in others? Like will there be certain communities where, you know, maybe a house is certainly the outskirts of Ottawa, you can still buy a nice home for two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. And so if you're in that price point, then it may be the payment really does matter. Sure. You're not worried about maxing out your Mm -hmm. buying power. You're worried about maxing out your monthly cost or bottoming out your monthly costs, right? Making it as low as possible. Right. And I think, you know, when we're sitting down doing the initial planning with the client, it's important to say, okay, even if they're buying at the 250 range or the 200,000 range, to sit down and say, okay, you have to come up with the 10,000 or the the 15,000. If you qualify to have the shared equity program and and get another 15,000, what will that do to the payment? And based on how the repayment and the shared equity program works, Will that be something that you want to even take advantage of based on a, a $70 payment savings, right? Right. Because what does that payment or what does that savings translate to when you need to sell the property or the initial investment, right? Right. And so, we don't know that yet. We so don't. I wish we had that answer for you. And you know that we're going to come back onto another inside track mm-hmm. once we have all the nuances. And yet we didn't want to be remiss and not give you everything that we had right now. Mm-hmm. It's worth thinking about. Well, and we're getting now. a lot of calls saying, oh, you know what, I was going to buy in the spring, but you know what, should we should we be waiting till September? <laughs> okay, right? so that's a great next question. <laughs> should we be waiting till <laughs> September to see how this falls together or comes together, I guess. Mm-hmm. I obviously already have a slightly soured thought around it. Yes, Otherwise, I, I wouldn't I be using tell. the word fall. So <laughs> apologize for my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it away right now. So, and ask you mm-hmm. an unbiased question. Yep. Will it actually help 
to wait till September? Or ought I to buy a home now in this spring or in this summer if I'm actually ready? Should I wait for this program? So I have a, a few different opinions, but I'm going to say don't wait. That's going to be my final answer for sure. <laughs> okay. So there's um, no mystery there's there. There's no mystery it's there. Right I'm, I'm going to go. I, I, I can certainly see both sides. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, being in the industry over 20 years, just looking at the, the last 11, 12 years, typically rates will fall in the spring and then they'll start to climb again in, in the fall, right? And last year was a, a really big scare for people because there was a lot of um, talk about the Fed's using a 2% inflation rate, right? So everybody were, was thinking, oh my God, the, the rates are going to go up 2%. Should we be locking in our variables? Should we be buying before the rates go up? Now, they managed to get a full 1% by December. And then come December, they said, whoa, wait a second, this is this is a huge, this is having a huge impact, right? We need to Ooh, rethink this and, right. and slow this down, you know, based on everybody's affordability. So, so they've changed the mindset. They're now starting to drop, and you're going to see bonds are dropping quite quickly right now. And I'm hoping we're going to be back under 3%, wow, you know, in the I next few weeks. Renewed, Kelly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> variable, variable, no. Yeah, I know, I know. Safety, uh, safety. safety. I don't safety. know. Yes. We can have that discussion all day long. And uh, in, in all honesty, my conversation will change every month around that. So it really just depends on what's going on in the market with the spread there. So I think that, um, you know, if you wait till the fall and the rates start to go, you may, you may negate that savings altogether, right? We're, right? we're in a great market right now. We have excellent interest rates right now does that you know depending on what you qualify for do you really want to wait if it will hinder if you're the person that does want to go up to the 500,000 and maximize um, or are you under that 250 range where you you want to maybe take advantage of that savings of 75 a month or a hundred dollars a month so just depending where you fit right. it's certainly worth a conversation but I think once people see the numbers they may decide that no I'd, I'd rather not risk rates going back up in the fall Right. Maybe and, inventory or right. right. And it's not just rates going up. No. It's no. values going up. Values, inventory, right? Right. 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 And so over the long haul of Ottawa, because thirty years into this industry, mm-hmm. I've only seen the rates drop a couple of years, and that was in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Well ninety yeah, ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. Yep. In there. And they only dropped like half a percent to two percent. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time our market increases year over year Every over year. year. Yep. And so 4 to 5% average mm-hmm. is what Ottawa sits with, which, yeah. well, in certain pockets are higher and certain pockets are lower and certain properties are lower. And, of course, there's not a science. Well, there is a science. It's just science per area. So if you're sort of thinking, what about the area I'm looking at? What's it trending? Well, that's when you want to send us an email or pick up the phone so that we can give you that, specific to you information. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's really very much averaging that chances are if you wait, the home's going to be worth more money, meaning be. you're going to pay more for it. And if the interest, so between the interest rates, the program, and the prices of the houses going up, I think I agree with you, Kelly. Don't wait. <laughs> Don't wait. Don't wait. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Just act. Act. Yeah. Huh? Take action yeah. when you find the right home. Right. If you won't find the right home, well, then you're kind of going to wait because we don't want you to get into something just for the sake of getting into something. And we certainly don't want you to wait and now be able to get into not the house you could have got into, 
now and the one that really worked for you? Yeah. Because that made me sad. And I mean, the reality is the interest rates are going nowhere in terms of that you're always going to have one attached to your mortgage. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you don't have a mortgage. Unless you don't have a mortgage. Yeah. And, you know, it's never stopped anybody, you know, from, from buying, right? So, right. Um, so there, I think there's a lot of um, uh, questions that we have in terms of the, the back end, but at the same time, I wouldn't wait. I would act now. I think you're in a wonderful market. Ottawa is an amazing market. We're still way below what the other larger Big cities are, are doing. Are, and this yeah. is why it's attractive, right? Right. So, And um, we're still seeing investors from some of the other big cities oh, come here. Absolutely. And so now that drives me to the thing that probably concerns people as much as their payment and their affordability. Mm -hmm. Number three, I think, and I'm not sure if it's about the order. And that is, will I get myself completely priced out of the market? Like, is there gonna is this gonna be so that I can never buy? Is this because I hear that a lot from my buyers? Mm -hmm. Well, we could talk about how to come up with a down payment, right? Mm. That five percent down. If if you're somebody who's sitting waiting to save, right, right, or if you're somebody who hasn't topped up their RSPs yet, so right. there are other incentives available than other than this, right? Correct. Yeah. And so the RSP thing is actually really good news mm -hmm. as long as you have RSPs. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter. Right. So, you know, the hard part is this is geared toward the younger people, primarily, mm -hmm. a lot of this incentive. Mm -hmm. And yet, unless you're sitting with twenty-five dollars or $35,000 of RSP, to be able to borrow against, which is fantastic because mm -hmm. you don't you have 15 years to pay it back. You've got two years before you have to start paying it back. Mm -hmm. It's incredible that they've increased it from 25 to 35,000. Yeah, in the new budget. Exactly. In the new budget. Mm -hmm. Per borrower. Per borrower. Mm -hmm. And yet, if you don't have it. We don't see a lot of, of our, our first time buyers having the ability to max out the 25,000. Right. So it's a good incentive the government uh, put in place years and years ago to say, hey, listen, we're trying to encourage RSPs as an investment, right? Uh, but we don't want you to feel that you can't also have home ownership at the same time. So mm -hmm. let's put this incentive program together that you know you can still put the money away because they know at some point they're going to have to get it all back, right? right. So it's really just the ability to take it out tax-free today, right. right, to buy this home, and then, but you, you do have to pay this back over the next technically 17 years because right. you have two years of, of no payments, right? Right. So so that has been increased, although I, I, I truly don't see a lot of it being utilized, especially with the first-time home buyers. Right. Not and because we often see, and I think we were talking about this yesterday in prep to connect with you today, mm -hmm. and that is two to $3,000 is often what people have in RSPs. It's mm -hmm. not more in this, for this, when they're at this stage in life. Yeah. It's, right? Um, and so therefore, you're not maxing out the 25 and probably won't be maxing out the 35. Mm -hmm. If somebody did have that, how does that RSP loan, I understand we can take it out, but what's the best time of year to do it? When's the... So the, 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 the different ways that you can pull the 5% together, um, one, we do have, we still have flex down, which a lot of people don't know, where you can actually, if you have good enough credit, right, it's a 680 score or higher, we still have some financial institutions that will let you put the line of credit that you have that's unsecured and utilize that as your 5% down. So it's, it's called borrowed down payment. 
Right. And, and it's legal. A hundred percent. Because the trick Absolutely. with all of the, and I don't say trick, but the, the, the importance with all of this is that everything that you do is transparent. Mm -hmm. Like it's above board rather than hidden. Because sometimes people ask me to do things and it's like, oh, can't be doing that. Yeah. We need to have it on the documents. Yeah. There can't be a secondary hidden document. Yeah. So borrowing down payment yeah. it can is, be perfectly good. Right. And uh, CMHC does charge a slightly higher premium for it, right? And we do have to use the payment that you're that you're making on the line of credit in the ratio. So it will affect again your buying power slightly. Right. But certainly a good way to jump in and 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 take advantage, especially if you can do an interest only loan, just pay it down as you want, right? Right. Just chunks here and chunks there. Yeah. And that gets you that five percent into the into the home home. Because getting in mm -hmm. is really like act is right. really the message. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And with with the 25-year amortization, so that is the maximum of 5% down, you, you you have a bit of flexibility in terms of, because the, the line of credit, you can pay off whenever you want, right? Right. Yep. As quickly or as slowly as you want. As long as you make the minimum interest payments, you're good. So, so I think that's a good way. The other is to go out and take an RSP loan out, right? So you can borrow an R, go, go to the bank, get the RSP loan, and then if that triggers a refund, for you, then you can take the refund, apply it to the loan, wait 90 days for the RSP to sit in, and then pull the, the RSP out to buy the first home again. Right? right. And if you don't wait the 90 days, you don't like you don't feel like I don't want to wait 90 days. Well, you're going to be waiting 90 days anyway for life to continue on. So right. you, you can, can still make the offer, act, close it later, 120 yeah, days. Exactly. Now. That's yeah. not hard at all, right? No. So you can even act on the purchase now because mm -hmm. most closing dates mm -hmm. are going to be 60, 90, 120 days, mm -hmm. two, three, four months. Mm -hmm. So you can actually sort of put it all into motion mm -hmm. as you're ready to go shopping. Yep. And I think the big one too that we get a lot of calls on is I've already used my ability to buy it 5% down. Mm. Can I, can I, can I do that again? Or do I, do I have to do 20% down? Right. That's a big one. So if you have owned a home before, you mm -hmm. can still do 5% down on another home. So whether you're keeping the current one and buying another one or you're selling and buying again, 5% down can be utilized multiple times. Which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So you can keep it as an investment property if you've outgrown it mm -hmm. and then go get another one that you can live in. Yeah. Because otherwise it's how much do you have to have down if... To buy an investment property, mm -hmm. 20%. Minimum, Min yeah. right? Minimum. Sometimes it's twenty or thirty or thirty-five. Yeah, just depends, depends on right? Qualifications, lender. Right. Yeah. So this is really kind of cool. You can do so much with other people's money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. OPM. Yeah. OPM. Other people's money. That favorite. is my favorite way <laughs> my to favorite. go. Yeah. As long as you make your payments, you want to be able to feel really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, about sleeping at night. So <laughs> if you have questions, because I'm sure we've opened up some thoughts that you maybe haven't had before, and there are still questions about the program, you are welcome to reach out to either of us because we would love to answer that. And Kelly really does have lots of assistance to helping buyers with um, figuring out what they qualify for. Because mm -hmm. this may have muddied the waters or made it totally cleared it up with you. Mm -hmm. So you can reach out to Kelly and Kelly Wilson, and she will help you figure out exactly where you ought to be in this. Trust it's been helpful. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like I learned some things, you learned some things yeah. from each other. Always. This is really, really good. Um, so we are excited. 
to be your partners as we're moving forward um, together. We've really got this. And it's interesting that um, if you think this is scary, it's okay because there are scary things that we have to do through the journey of life. And together, it, it really isn't that scary. We take out the scariness. And so, thank you. And let's do this thing well.